This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever. You know, somebody said that whom God has blessed, no man can curse. I'm sure you know the person. <laughs> At times, somebody might not be a spirit-filled believer, but he can say something that is true. Let me read something to us from Genesis 49, verse 22. So when this guy called Jacob, one of the patriarchs was about dying. And that is how the righteous should die. Somebody was talking about and said, let me die the death of the righteous. The righteous don't die suddenly. They know when their time has come. So Apostle Peter said, I will soon put off this tabernacle as the Lord has shown me. In other words, I'm about to leave this realm. God has told me that my time is up. Jesus knew when it was time to go. He washed the feet of disciples and he told them. Paul knew when he was saying, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my cause. I have kept the faith. Hallelujah. When Isaac was about to die, he told, the, he told, he told his son, Isaac, uh, Esau, go fetch me something so that I can bless you before I depart. For my time of departure is at hand. So Jacob saw that in his uh, ancestors. The same thing happened to Abraham. He knew when it was time to go and he blessed everybody. He shared his properties. He blessed everybody and all of them had an interesting way of dying. They will sit on their bed. They will say their last word and they will gather their feet to their bed and they will go. What a good way to die. Not just to die on the road <laughs> or in an accident but to prepare Talk to everybody. Say, oh, bye-bye. I have a land here. And then put your own leg on your bed and put your head. And then, so they were always sleeping. So when it was the time for Jacob to go, he called his sons also together in Genesis 49. And he began. Now, what I'm doing tonight is to introduce us to what we are about to start on Sunday. Sunday is the first Sunday of July. By the grace of God, you, you cannot afford to miss Sunday. I want to start talking about curses and blessing. And want to look at the Bible as opposed to what has been what is being taught all around about what are curses, what are the origins, and what are the implications. When you say a person is cursed, what's the definition? And where does this come from? And then what is, how does a curse end? And how do you know if you are cursed? <laughs> we, we, uh, we will start on Sunday. Of course, again, it's not going to finish on Sunday because it's a broad thing to talk about. There were curses from God in the Bible. Curses from men in the Bible. 
causes of the law in the Bible and what is a blessing. And we are really going to look at this. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> You know, one of the courses says that thou shall uh, fall in love with a woman, but another man shall marry her. <laughs> it's it number 28. So, <laughs> if someone is not get, always getting who you want, does that mean you are... <laughs> anyway, we, we are going to uh, look at it and why poverty exists in many lives and the only thing I'm going to say tonight is this. Whether you talk about the blessing or you talk about causes, they are an empowerment. One empowers you to succeed and one empowers you to fail. Now, it can be an empowerment to succeed in all areas or in a particular area depending on the source of the blessing. It can also be an empowerment to fall or to fail in one area or in every area depending on where the curse is coming from. Now in this Genesis, I just want to talk about this guy briefly. So Reuben came forward and the father pronounced a curse on Reuben. We will look at this man, God, the law. And then when he got to Joseph, the father said, Joseph, is a fruitful bow, even a fruitful bow by a well whose branches run over the wall. That talks about abundance. Oh, today's the last night. Can I say this to everybody? You are a fruitful bow. If you waste time in saying amen, you miss a lot. Whose branches run over the wall. That talks about extreme productivity. Now look at the next verse. He said the archers, they have solely grieved him. They shot at him. They hated him. But, <laughs> his bow abode his strength. That means there is something about Joseph. He's going to be forever fruitful. The archers can do their worst. His bow will remain strong. And he said the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the almighty God of Jacob. He's not standing alone. He said from there is the shepherd and the stone of Israel. There is someone called the stone of Israel. He said this with Joseph. Then he said something. Even by the God of thy father, who helped thee, and by the Almighty who shall bless thee. Now look at this category. Where the blessings of heaven above, the blessings of the deep that lies under, the blessing of the breast and of the womb. That talks about nourishment, the last part. The blessings of thy father are prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors. Hey, unto the uttermost bound everlasting ill, they shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. I want us to look at something here. So, there is 
a blessing that comes into a man's life, it becomes impossible for any curse to walk around him. One of the things I will say when we get to this, God does not many times, there's nothing wrong with somebody saying, I break the curse in your life. But God does not waste his time breaking curses. What God does is just to bless. For it is written, the blessing of the Lord make it rich. That word adds no sorrow means that it eliminates sorrow. So when God sees a cursed person, he just bless. He doesn't say all the things they have said against you, all the things from your ancestors. No, he only blesses the person. When the blessing is introduced, the curses will stop. The day Reuben was going to be set free. So Jacob pronounced a curse on him. And know what? There are hierarchies in the spirits. Only someone higher than Jacob. Jacob called Pharaoh and blessed Pharaoh like a father. Because as at that time, he was a custodian of spiritual authority on earth. From Abraham, who was called of God, to Isaac, now to Jacob. So there was no match for Jacob's anointing. Nobody was going to undo whatever he had. So nobody. But there came a man by the name Moses. Oh, glory to God. After years, he just put a cap on the sources of Reuben. He said, you are my firstborn, the excellence of my might and strength. Verse 1. He said, thou shall not excel. He said, because you went to your father's bed. There are steps taken by people that bring curses into them. We are going to talk about this on Sunday. People talk more about what somebody has said, what somebody has said there. What about violation of God's word and some other things? We are going to look at this one after the other. Because uh, the Nigerian church is always doing things, many times, that contradict the word of God. And you have to show from the Bible, from Old to New Testament, the truth of God's word. Some say these things don't exist. Some have made terrible drugs out of this in the name of deliverance and the rest. What does the Bible say about causes and blessings? We might get to the part that will shock you. And I encourage everybody to invite people. We will get to the issue of miscarriage. We will get to the issue of delay in marriage. Get to the issue of all these things. Where are they coming from? Because the Almighty God does not lie. There shall none be barren. Sovereign declaration from the mouth of God. But what is going on? Are we saying anybody that's by the delay will call? No. We just want to look at the word of God in light of this. Are you following me? Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Many years after, the tribe of Judah was greater than the tribe of Reuben. And that was supposed to be, firstborn in those days was supposed to have double portion. The tribe of Joseph was far ahead, Ephraim and Manasseh, of the tribe of Reuben. And God saw it. The day God wanted to have mercy on Reuben. This is how I will end the message. That will not start on Sunday. Definitely somewhere in between in July, I might not be around. But we will start this Sunday and then next Sunday. Whatever God can take us to. The whoever, anytime now, and anybody that means that we continue. And the same grace, same anointing, or probably more anointing. <laughs> Are you with me? The day Moses was going to deal with this matter, Moses just stood also like Reuben stood and assemble all the 12 tribes before him. And Moses looked at Reuben and said, let Reuben live and let his men not be. 
Moses never said all the things Jacob said, I undo them. He just blessed Reuben. Because whom God has blessed, no man can cause. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. If this blessing of Joseph is pronounced on you, you can't go down. But in Christ, we have something more. But I'm just trying to introduce us to something. Because when you understand the journey, it will help you have a better understanding of what you have been given in Christ. Listen to me. Life will respond to you based on the garment you are wearing, which you cannot see physically, and many people around you cannot see. This garment is either a blessed one or a cursed one. It is true. There are patterns that when you notice, I will list about 7 to 11 on Sunday. Once you notice, then you need to get inside the word of God and know that something is wrong somewhere. The first time God was going to introduce people to this, in Deuteronomy 28, he listed, it shall come to pass if you hear to the voice and he started saying, what will be the result? In the book of Psalm and all through the Bible, there is a perfect description of how the life of a believer should be. It shall be a tree planted by the riverside that brings forth its fruit in season. That means when he is 30, he should have what a 30-year-old person should have. Not when he's 50, then he's having what they should have by 30. Bible says, Bible didn't say will bring forth fruit. It will bring forth fruit in season. The Bible says, satisfy us, O Lord, only with thy mercy. If you don't work in blessing at some young ages, when you are old, at times it's not very useful again. Are you with me? Hallelujah. This is good things that begin to happen in a person's life when it's already too late. Yes. When he can't do much again. And you give a 95-year-old man an apartment and yeah, he will rejoice, but what can he do with it? He can't stand, he can't sit, food can't taste anything in his mind. He doesn't know which one is so which one is not sweet again. That's what the Bible said that satisfy us early. It's not, it's not saying long, satisfy with, it's okay, satisfy with your mercy, but we want it early. When Job was praying, he said, As I was in the days of my youth, when the candle of God shined upon my head. When Job said, I was eye to the blind, I was this, I was that. The Bible said, he was the richest man in the east. And in Job 30, 28, 29, 30, 31, he exposed the fact that he became the richest man as a young guy, not as an old man. Hallelujah. But these are things embedded in God's word. And we must understand. When something is on you, it controls things around you. And it gives battle results around you. It is true. You know, one day I sat back. If you look at life very well, if you want to be very sincere at times, you cannot brag about many of the things that you have. 
I have seen very, very beautiful ladies inside and outside. They seem not able to get the right guy. If they get anyone, one funny guy. And I have seen somebody not as fine as them. And people are all over the person. She says yes to somebody and the person treasures her like this. The way we live, the moment God called Abraham, the first thing God did was to bless him. Because it is needed to face life. The world is too wicked, too sophisticated. And it's a falling world. Why? Why? Oh God. <laughs> Why is this necessary? The art itself is already cursed. Hope you know. God cursed the art for Abraham's sake. And one day I told him in the church, when God blesses you, it will never curse you again. God does not curse whatever he has blessed. He cursed his serpents. He put punishment on the woman. When he looked at Adam, he said, Cause be the ground for your sake. I don't want to cause you, but I will cause something around you. And it will affect you indirectly. So he said, that you know what? With your sweat, you shall eat bread. That means, original plan was not to eat bread with sweat. Does God expect us to be diligent? Emphatically, yes. But you see, your labor is sweet when you labor around the area of your passion. Do you know how many people wear tie every Monday and go to a work they never like? And some of you are listening to me now. You can't wait for Friday. Friday, TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. You are happy. I see you are selfie from a cage on Friday. When it's like 3 o'clock on Friday, oh, your mood changes. But Monday mornings, like a nightmare, especially if you walk in a place where they have killed your head with targets. Monday morning, a board meeting, you're already angry going to work. But you see, when I was young, till I was a copper, I used to play ball. I can still play John, and they don't believe me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if Subai Goose had added me, they would be on top of the world now. I can't remember playing and not scoring. Most times I remember I used to play. So, anyway, in my plateau, we played and we lost some time. The only goal my plateau scored, I scored the only goal. True. So, I mean, we had a for you know, this plateau competition and everything. I, was, I scored the only goal, and that was it. But the people that they won or two one. Now, listen. When we when we're playing, when we used to play sets, if you were not selected, you would get angry. You understand what I'm saying? Now, as at that time, no money attached, no nothing. I I saw people fighting for not being selected. How many of you remember? How many of you play sets? That you will line up first set, second set. You could fight if they wanted to chance you out. Who would sweat? You. Who would fall down? You. Nobody was paying you. Now imagine the joy you derive from playing. Somebody now coming to say, one of the uh, these people that uh, is not boxing, this other one, what they call it? Magrigal type, uh, this one that kickboxer. One champion one time, I was watching him on scene and he said, I grew up loving to inflict pain on people. He said, now nah, being paid for inflicting pain. He said, what a life. And it's right. When he was a school, he was a bull. He loved to beat people. Now, he used to be punished for beating them in school. Then somebody said, come and earn money for beating them. That 
will be a very sweet life. Oh, I love to do something. Without you paying me, I will die doing it. Now you want to pay me to do it. What a life. It's like somebody who loves to gossip. And they found a job for you as a spy. <laughs> Your kingdom has come. <laughs> that is every new story you bring. One million dollar. I was already bringing story. Free of charge. That is, this is wonderful. God's plan. You see, those who know that they have the ability to sing, if you don't allow them to sing, they won't be happy. Now imagine somebody now paying them for singing. So God's plan is that your labor should be in the area of your passion because that's where you don't feel that you are laboring. You are happy doing what you love to do. Hallelujah. So that's God's plan. Hallelujah. Maybe this will lead me to ministry in church. Your ministry as a Christian is not that you are an usher in the church. Your ministry is not that you are a protocol officer. That is a service in the church. Your ministry is always out there. Every one of you, there is something you are called to do by God. What people understand to be the call many times is to pastor. That's just one aspect. There are many calls. Everybody listening to me tonight, there is a promised land waiting for you. You are like the savior of that promised land. It is connected to your passion. Have you ever prayed to ask God why exactly? He didn't create you to be a notion in the church. That's good. But that is just a service in the house. Out there in the world, there is something. Your name is somewhere and it's calling on you. Because creation is waiting for you. When you begin to ask God to show me which is the promised land I'm sent to conquer, then revelations will start coming to know. But one of the clue, where is your heart? Where is your passion? Remember the day I shared with you what the word called shape? Very important. It helps you to be able to understand your gifts. S for spiritual gifts. The acronym for the word shape. H there for your hearts. What is at the center of your What is it that you are so concerned about? A for your abilities. The P there for your personality. And the E there for your experience. These five things, they show you your life. If you sit down quietly and review your life in the light of these five things, what experiences have I had in life? So before Moses delivered the people, he first of all lived with them as a prince of Egypt. Then later he went to confront Egypt. There is something about your experience. Some of the most painful experiences that you have had, at times it's a clue. It might be for you to set free others who are having the same experience. There is a reason why your journey in life has been one way. What about your personality? All of you parents who know, you give birth to three children and each one will have a different personality. Am I right? So that means it did not come from this world. Somebody who is called the Almighty put it there. 
three children in the same family yeah they do have say check you and your sibling not no this different personalities in the same home somebody can be more active than another person somebody is quiet born by the same father and mother personalities god put it there because there is something you need to do with it what about your abilities This is why, thank God, they are correcting that in the world now. In the days of old, they used to regard mathematicians as the only brilliant people. Mathematics is just an aspect of life. Some people think mathematically. Figures are like second stop to them. Second to them. So they can unravel anything. And they always wonder why you don't know maths. And there are some other people, mathematics like a nightmare to you. But any other thing, you can read magazines and all these uh, novels. You can read 50 and recite all the stories in each one. But once they tell you calculus or quadratic equation, <laughs> you are sick. You don't like anything. One guy that was the best student in the engineering department at UI, he had an exam in the evening and he came to my room in the morning. I had finished my own exam. They were a week behind. He saw me playing chess in my room with somebody. I was pastor of the fellowship then in UI. He just came in and said, hey, hey. He said, Pichu, that's what it's called, Pichu. So, Pichu, so you play chess? I said, yes, I play chess. Now, he said, I'm a pro in chess. Okay, let's play. He was playing with me and occasionally was typing something on his calculator. He had handouts with him. I will make him move. He will be thinking. Don't look at the handouts. He will just calculate. And then he will play again. He will calculate. And he went to the example and scored 90 something. You know, some sat in library. Nothing. See, I learned in life that once you follow other people, you will fail. In other level in UI, they told us we felt that the way to make it was to be going to library. It's always very easy for me to make up my mind and change my mind. I go to library. The ladies discovered me first. They will bring coffee here, bonvita here, cookies here, and everything. And then she, she I was looking at, I was telling my friend, I said, this girl drinking. This is nine o'clock. She's talking her stomach with bonvita. I said, she's not going to read anything. By the time she told her friend, let me take a nap. I said, hey. Say, wake me up when it's one. I know they'll be coming to the hostel in the morning with socks and undoubt. Everybody say, ah! Oh, God. But she has read nothing. All the... My final year, I had my highest grades in my final year. And that was when all the readings I did. My roommate had a TV. We were just two in Nambia Zuku. I was the finalist block. And that block, only two of you in a room. You know, you do senior. Other room, six people, four, but finalist block, two people. My roommate had a TV. What TV? I'll pray. It will cook. I was I didn't even have house play all those, all those things. It will cook and we will eat. I will read. We will sleep. We will fall asleep. Wake up, read again. We never left the room reading. And I was just passing with this. All the that I was going to library, I was just calling 50 something, 50 something, something. I just told myself, see, because we're trying to follow other people. You need to know in life what works for you. 
Somebody asked me a question on the question time. Remember on Sunday that is there any spiritual significance to praying in the nights? I said the only thing praying now gives you is that night time is more quiet. Maybe nobody will likely call you around 1 a.m. call your phone. Other than that, there is no scripture that says that there is more power available in the night than in the day. So if it is better for you to pray in the day, that is why you'll be alert and talk to God and hear God talk with you. Pray. By the time you start reading people praying and you join them and all you do at night is to sleep. You hear nothing, you just sleep. Why is it that human beings try to say, this is why ah, ladies who are very close to me, well, those who are very close to me, they, they, they take it when I correct them about this. I say I'm not into wear this or don't wear that, no. But I always want to know what is the motivation behind what you are doing? And who is motivating you? So one girl in America comes and says she's a star. And she dresses one when everybody begins to follow her. Are you that fake? That easy to influence. One guy comes up and he says he's a poor and he begins and every, every guy wants to be like him. Is, is that... How original are you? Hallelujah. Down to when people tell me they want to do a big wedding. If you have money for a big wedding and that's what you love, fantastic. You are, it's your money. We will come and eat your rice. But if you are struggling, you do have much. But you want to impress somebody. That's why you want to go and start your marriage with debt. See, romance will disappear early enough. If all you start with is somebody's calling you asking for money, you'll pay Ketra 60%. And Ketra is calling. All. You've not paid balance. And that's how you want to start your wedding. You are doing a wedding with 7, 8 million and you don't have a nice furniture in your apartments. What shall we say to you? All the people who have eaten your food, you will not see them again. 80% of them will not call to ask you how your marriage is doing. Why are you living for other people? Are you, are you with me? Is somebody with me? Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> Let's stop here. Is someone blessed tonight? I the, the 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 blessing. Joseph. I see many Josephs here. Fruitful bow by the well. Fruitful bow by the well. But you must know when you are like that, many people might not like you. And you are not permitted to retaliate. New Testament. Believers will function by the law of love. That's why when we pray, and I told you something. If you are too conscious of enemy, and a pastor uses people, lead them to pray against the enemy, you, the pastor, one day will become an enemy also. And they will pray against you. I've seen that before. When the pastor was wondering why he joined me, I wanted to kill him. What we teach people is very important. You can come for a meeting and go back and hate your mother-in-law, hate everybody, but is that what Christ taught us? If she's a witch, whoever you think is a witch, has no power over you. So, what's the point? A few times I've had to go follow some people to one or two villages to do things. I don't have the luxury of time to be looking at one woman looking at you. People suspect old women in village. 
start your business. We get there, we eat, we sleep. If there is anything, the Lord will tell me. But if the Lord has not said anything, I don't care about anybody. I greet everybody with an open heart and sleep. Why are they the ones affecting? Why are you not the one affecting them? Why can't you sleep in the house of a witch and she runs out in the middle of the night? Because of fire coming from you. That is the Bible way. That is the right thing. Are you with me? Because the body of Christ must not leave the place of walking in love. If you are a fruitful bow and your branches is leaping over the, they are leaping over the wall, believe me sincerely, you are going to have many enemies. Jacob, Joseph, it, his own brothers were the people against him. You see, this is something about human nature. It's like a crab. I saw it in a movie. I had heard it before, but I saw it myself in a movie. If you don't want a crab to come out of a container, put four, four or five of them there. No one will come out. I've never seen that before. As one is climbing, somebody will pull him down. If you put one crab in the container, it will come out. Just put two or three. None will come out. It doesn't register an impression on people. When you say the daughter of American president or one lady in America, she's 22, she's a billionaire. One lady in UK. But it begins to make a different meaning when you say your friend that you went to school together, that you served together, is now a billionaire. That's why people go home and start asking God, Lord, what about me? Your times are not the same. Very, this is very important. Not the same. Can you go to someone, your friend's house, very blessed, and appreciate God for the blessing, and not ask them for a dime? And still be very close friends and you are not using time talking about your bills to them. Because your time will come. If they are led to give to you, fine. But you are not trying to find a way to talk about it. People attend wedding at a time. They go back home crying, Lord, when is my turn? There's nothing wrong with asking when is your turn. But don't do it just because somebody is getting married. Even twins will not marry the same day. In some cases, in some they can choose to. It's not... Your race is different from someone else's race. Shout this word. Say, I'm a fruitful bow. Whose branches leap over the wall. Say one more time. In 2021, second half of the year for me, far greater than the first half of the year. Sorry, but I want to show you something. Hebrews 31. Hebrews 31. Pay attention to this. Hebrews 31. We started by praying tonight. Wherefore, only brethren, partakers of heavenly calling, say yes, because talking to you. Yes. Consider the apostle and high priest of what? What is profession? Another word for profession. If you say nothing, Jesus has nothing to sit over. It's called the high priest over our profession or our confession. You see, our Lord, I will talk more about this, but let me just say, they told them to kill the lamb and pour the blood in a basin. 
Now, the blood in the basin during the Passover was useless. The blood must be on your door, the lintel, and the doorpost. And the blood must not be on the floor. Nobody should walk on the blood of Jesus. Hebrews 5. If you consider the blood something to trample upon, no forgiveness. So they were never told to put it down. But on the lintel and on the pole. But they were told to use a plant called ice soap. Not even your hand. You dip ice soap into the basin and splash your lintel. What is ice soap? So the blood of Jesus. Later the Bible said in the New Testament, Jesus Christ, our Passover. So the blood of Jesus also is in a basin, in quotes, in that sense. This is the blood of your covenant that guarantees forgiveness, protection, protection, deliverance from every form of powers of darkness. But you must also dip ice soap into the blood and put it over your life. That ice soap, that's what Revelation chapter 12 says, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. That ice soap is a confession. How do we plead the blood of Jesus? It will be a message on its own. But to just give it in a encapsulated form. How to plead the blood of Jesus is when you say what the word of God says about the blood and you have found that you believe it, you actually plead in the blood. So I plead the blood, the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. You have not done anything. Blood of Jesus. Out of God's mercy, he answers. So he will cry like that. But that is not how to plead the blood. I am pleading the blood. If I say that according to Ephesians 1 7, through his blood, I have redemption and I have forgiveness of sins. The blood moves and it removes all stain from my life immediately. Are you getting what I'm saying? Once you are found with your mouth, what the Bible says about the blood, the effect of what you are saying, the blood carries it out. That is how to plead the blood. Did somebody get that? I plead the blood. I plead the blood. Forces we ask you, how are you pleading it? The Bible talks about the blood of Jesus giving you mercy. When you say that I receive mercy through the blood, I believe in the blood of Jesus and through the blood I obtain mercy. That is dipping into the basin. Mercy comes to you through the blood. You are pleading the blood. You don't get that. Hallelujah. Please note that what I've just said now because we will need it. When this service is over, sometimes we give you an assignment. If you have a concordance, check everywhere in Utah where the blood of Jesus is written and check what is said about the blood. It will free your conscience from dead work. It will do, it will do that where there's no shed, there's no remission of sin. Every curse can be stopped by the power of the blood. So you don't actually need any deliverance minister. You can actually open your mouth and obtain total victory over anything by the blood of Jesus Christ. Please do a study on the blood. It's very important. Hallelujah. Is someone blessed tonight? Father, we give you praise. We worship you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for a time to meet together tonight. Thank you for what you have spoken to us. We give you praise, Lord. In Jesus' name. Say louder, Amen. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to implore you now to give your heart to Christ. 
And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now. And I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.